Hello, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this Sunday, October 2nd, 2011 edition of Beyond the Gate Radio. I'm your host, David M. Baker, and Sherelle Baker, my angelic wife, is the host, the co-host tonight. She'll be watching the switchboard and the chat room as well. Sherelle, good evening. How are you doing? Good evening. Welcome. I am doing great. How are you doing today, David? I'm doing wonderful. That's all I allow in my life, each and every moment of each and every day. And I hope others pay attention to that, too, because it's very important. I would like to mention very briefly before we get started that a friend of ours, Sandra Wells, who's going to be our guest on our show in a few weeks, is going to be on Sci-Fi Radio tonight here on Blog Talk Radio with... um, And she's going to be talking about her book, newly released book, Beyond Life, The Ghost Chronicles, by Danielle Norvell and Sandra Wells. And Donna Stewart is running the show, so we're going to check in with them later after this show. But right now we have a very, very, very exciting guest, Pam Osley, author and personality expert. She has a 27 successful 27-year successful track record helping people find their best direction and develop happy lives in a very unique way by knowing the information revealed in their aura or what science calls the electromagnetic field. We've all felt auras. We've been instantly drawn to someone and repelled by another because we felt their energy, and that's so true. Pam sees auras. Yes. Pam sees auras and has discovered the different aura colors, what they reveal, and the specific personality types uh, associated with each one, of course. She can help you learn how to identify your own aura colors and then understand everything about yourself who will be your most compatible match, your best career direction, how to to handle money, raise children, potential health problems, hey, and much, much more unlimited potential to what could be done and how people could be helped just by her taking a look at your colors. She has a couple of websites, auracolors.com and lovecolors.com which are listed on her information on the show. And she also has a couple of exciting books, Love Colors and Life Colors. Without any further ado, we can't wait to have her here. So here she is, Pamela Osley. Good evening, Pamela. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Well, we're very happy to have you here. Yes. We are. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have some fun. I think so. I'm I'm interested in learning about the love colors. I have a lot of friends that are out there who are looking for love and, you know, they're very interested on, you know, what color that they should be looking for. Oh, great. Well, it's a great site. That's why I created it. I've been working with uh, singles and couples forever, for 27 years. 
And once somebody understands their own aura colors and what that says about their personalities and what the other aura colors mean, then it's so, it's like a shortcut to understand somebody before you even start dating them, which ones are compatible and which ones aren't. So it's one of the reasons I created that match site. That That is amazing, totally amazing. I, I love that. And I just wanted to start by asking you some questions for the benefit of the audience, for those who may know about auras but may want to know more. Could you start by explaining what exactly is an aura? Sure. Um, Well, I call it an energy field. I see it as lights that come off of people that glow, like almost like off of a light bulb. Now, some of the scientists, and yes, there are scientists and physicists studying this, they call it, some of them, an electromagnetic field, and others are calling it a bioenergy field. So um, they all have different names for it, but basically... Well, you know, we know from quantum physics it's all energy. And so what an aura is, right. is it, it, it glows off of you. It radiates off of you. <clears throat> and in my experience with the aura, the different colors that you're radiating basically reveal, not control you, not run your life, they reveal um, your theme for this lifetime. They reveal what experiences you've chosen to have on the planet this lifetime. <clears throat> so... Um, it's kind of like breadcrumbs that we left behind, just like astrology and numerology and iridology and palmistry. This is another way to help us remember who who uh, we are and what we decided to do here. Well, that's very interesting. Now, I've taken some uh, several over the years pictures of my aura, and I've noticed different colors at different times. Now. What's the difference between permanent colors and colors of your current state of being? I love that question. Thank you so much. (laughs) Now, I know uh, different people see the aura colors differently. A lot of people see the exact same things I do. So in my experience, people have lots of different colored bands out from them and layers. And the one or two colors closest to a person's body are what I call the life colors. Those colors typically, now I would never limit anyone because I believe we have free will, but typically those colors don't change. They stay the same your whole life. Again, that's what you've decided your theme for this lifetime. It's the outer bands in the aura that change all the time according to what's going on with you at the time. So, for example, if I see somebody getting really angry, a lot of red shows up in their in their outer bands, but it doesn't usually stay there. Or if somebody's really focused on making a lot of money, I see a lot of green showing up in their aura. So, but those change. Now, when you go to get those pictures taken with those uh, with the Carillion photography or with the aura photography, if you go to a psychic fair or something, they what they right. measure is the is the temporary emotional frequency that's going on with you. They don't always show what I see as the life colors, although I have seen them pick that up sometimes. Usually they'll tell you that if you come back in a day or two and if your energy is different, the colors around you are different. Just like, David, I saw those aura photographs on your site, and you notice one time you're violet and blue, and the next time you've got green and yellow, and I went, ah, see, you, you had different emotional energy going on. But that's different than what I see with the permanent life colors. Yes, I, I understand that. That's why I asked you to explain it. I think that's very interesting. You know, as a, mm-hmm. a psychic medium, when I was a child and I was sitting in class, and, you know, I'd always, you know, us type of people, we always go off in these little trances, astral travels, whatever. And I would see 
auras around people. Now, as a mm. developed psychic medium, I don't see auras around people unless I focus on it with my third eye. I do not see it with my naked eye like I guess Edgar Casey probably could see. But do you, you know, you've been doing it so long, you can just look at somebody and just tell immediately what their colors are since you specialize in that pretty much, can't you? Um, most of the time, yes. Yeah. Some people, it's like, I explain to people, if you're walking down the street, you know everybody's wearing clothes and different colors, but you don't always choose to focus on what they're wearing. So it's the same way with me. Right. And yes, just like what you said, if you focus on it, I can see it sometimes with the inner eye, a lot of times with the outer eye. But some people keep their auras so contracted and so close to their bodies, they don't want anyone to see who they are, that those people can be, it can be a little tougher to see their aura because I don't like invading their space. So I'll kind of leave them alone unless they give me permission. I understand that. And I wanted to ask you a question before I ask you another question. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> you can read auras of people over the telephone. You don't even have to see them. Now, how right. amazing is that? Right. Well, that's you know totally what, David, that's a, that's a great question because the way I learned how to do this 27 years ago, I went to hear a psychic speak like yourself, and I walked into the room, and he pulled me up in front of the group that night and said, you know how to do this work, too. I want you to start telling people what you see about them. And so basically, he just threw me in the water, and I'm like, wait wait a minute, what are you talking about? But I found I was picking up psychic information about people. And so I started out by doing psychic work. I could tell who somebody was, well, by being psychic or expanded consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Then about a year later, I met a woman who could see auras. She saw them her entire life. She didn't know until she was in her 40s that not everyone was seeing auras. And I would work with her. I'd bring her up to Santa Barbara to do workshops. And when she would start describing things about people, I went, oh, that's what I pick up. Oh, that's a yellow personality. Oh, that's a violet. Oh, that's a green. I get it. And so because I had been picking up psychic Um, uh, familiarities with people. I I could see a pattern with different people. And when she described that, now I started identifying like, oh, I get it, I get it. And so within a year of meeting her, then I developed the ability to be able to sense them and then see them. So I'm glad I started out not really being able to see them because now I can do it over the phone, I can do it on my radio show, I can do it on television. I don't have to see the person. I can tune into somebody on the other side like you do. I don't have to see them. So it's like it's like the way I describe it, it's like adjusting a radio dial. You know how radio waves are around oh, us all yeah. the time, but we can't pick them up until we adjust to the same frequency, and then it's right there. So I can do that on the phone just the same as you can pick up a, a radio frequency on a radio dial. <laughs> More than you do, just as I suspected, readings, let's say, over the phone, for example, same way as I do, whether it be psychic or mediumship. And so that's that's amazing. Now, we get a lot of people that ask questions. I hear this often. Well, if I can't see auras, how do I know that they exist? Mm. <laughs> um, well, the first thing I say to people is just what you said at the beginning of the announcement here. We've all sensed them. We've all felt them by uh, being attracted to some people. We just like their energy. We like them right off the bat. And other people, we just don't want to be around them. We pull away, and we're feeling their energy. Now, the different aura color personalities all sense the aura differently. So, for example, David, you have some violet in your aura, and violets do have the ability. They come more from the third eye. 
So they're usually the first colors that can visual, you know, can see them. Blues are more emotional, so they feel it usually in their hearts. They can pick up things psychically. And then yellows, yellows are more kinesthetic. And David, you have some yellow in your aura too, as well as some tan. But yellows usually feel it in their bodies. So they can walk into a room and go, oh, I don't like the energy in here. I can tell people have been fighting or there's a hostility in here. Or they can walk into someone's place and go, oh, it feels so good in here. There's a lot of love in the room. So every, every aura color has a different way of processing these energy fields. That's amazing. And, you know, people can actually feel their auras as well if they wanted to experiment around a little bit, couldn't they? Yes, yes. And I do have on my website, auracolors.com, I do have a free download. People can just go there and get the free download about learning how to see auras. I've written up a whole long thing about different ways to start learning to see them. And that's very informative. So... How do uh, different aura colors, uh, what do they, well, you already told us what they mean with people and all that, but how do uh, aura colors affect relationships? Well, it depends on the different personalities. So I can give you some examples of, say, you probably don't have any reds listening to the show because reds don't usually believe in this stuff. (laughs) Reds are very down-to-earth and strong-willed, and they have they tend to have stronger tempers, but it's usually about being a physical animal in this lifetime, very down-to-earth and move rocks and cut meat and, you know, and till the soil. So it's much more about physical reality. And so then if you've got someone who's a blue personality, blues are incredibly spiritual. They're very loving. Ever since they were a child, they saw and spoke to God. They know that there's some higher power. So their entire life, is about love and spirituality and being in service. So you can see that those two personalities probably wouldn't meet each other's needs very well because the blue wants someone mm-hmm. who understands or at least supports um, their, their spiritual beliefs and their, and their desire to really connect with the higher power. And reds don't get that. Reds are out there, you know, pumping iron and working out. And, you know, and so it, it's like you can see how they wouldn't be very compatible so there are certain, I see, four, right. yeah, I see 14 different aura colors, and usually people have one or two. It's more common for people to have two main life colors. And so when I, when I list all the descriptions of the different aura colors, you get a real good clear vision of who you are and what your personality is. And I do this to help validate who people are, not to limit them or box them in or categorize them or tell them they have to be a certain way. Usually when people find out who they are, it's like, oh, my gosh, I felt that way my whole life. I thought there was something wrong with me. Oh, this is how it frees them up. It validates them. And then I have a chart that shows which colors are the most compatible and which colors are moderately compatible and which colors that are probably going to have a challenging time in a relationship. Not that I don't believe that with enough commitment and enough love, any couple can make it, but there are certain colors that are so opposite. Yeah, they're just so opposite that they're going to have some challenges. So what I tell people is help them understand what the priorities are of each color and show them if they're going to be with with a color that's not exactly their best match, how they can get along how they can communicate with each other, how they can honor each other's differences and priorities, and then they can be harmonious in a relationship. 
that makes a great deal of sense. And people can go mm-hmm. to your website and study a little bit about the uh, auras and the colors and everything and perhaps figure out maybe what their aura colors are as well. Right. I do have a, I have a little quiz on both sites, and both sites are free. One, one's my auracolors.com site. They can go on there, take the questionnaire, and then I've written a whole lot of stuff about each one of the colors. Or they can go to the, the dating site. It's a dating site, but people are also getting on it just to meet friends. Like, oh, I want to meet some other indigos, or I want to meet some other lavenders. Can I come to your site? Absolutely. It's a free site. There's a little quiz on there. And then on lovecolors.com, I do have information written on the sites about each one of the colors, but I also have extensive videos on every single one of the colors so that people can go watch and listen to a video about themselves and then about anybody else that they're in relationship with or wanting to meet. It helps them with their family members, with their coworkers, with their friends. It's really fun. People start watching it and they go, oh, my goodness, my, my husband is such a tan or, or my son is such a yellow. It's really cute because they can start identifying people that they already know. That's amazing. And, and I really looked at your sites and looked into the information there, but I didn't have time because there's a lot of information to you know, look at. But it's, it's fun, it's exciting, it's interesting, it's colorful, it's educational. And even as uh, somebody like myself that not only practices mediumship but teaches it as well, it's always good for me to go in there and like uh, take a refresher course by looking at your information there because it is right on and it's really well done. I'm really impressed with it. Oh, thank you, David. I was going to say the same thing about your site. I went to your site and went, this is such a beautiful, incredible site. I love your site. It's very well done. So, yeah, my whole goal in creating both these sites and as well as all my books are really to help people. I want to see people be happy and fulfilled and living their life purpose and then being able to get along with other people in their lives. So these are all the tools that I've created, and then some, you know, we we both have our radio shows, and we, we all three, and, and Sherelle too, we all we all want to help people really wake up and be fulfilled. and Yeah, right? Yes, that's that okay. right. <laughs> I totally agree. You know, there's some other questions on here uh, I was thinking about asking you, but, you know, it's kind of like my tail's waking. I'm kind of excited. Uh, are you allowed <laughs> to give us any uh, <laughs> examples of celebrities and their auric colors? And if they're compatible Absolutely. with their partners. Absolutely. Well, do you want me to describe a few of the different colors and then give you a celebrity Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> well, to hear it. You, yay. Well, you probably have quite a few violets listening to your show because um, usually shows like yours, we attract blues, um, blues, violets, indigos, some curious yellows, some greens. So I'll describe some of the basic ones that are probably listening to your show because some of the other colors like oranges and magentas and reds, they, they probably won't even be here. They're doing other things with their lives. So violets, and David, you do have violet. And actually, do you pronounce it Sherelle or Cheryl? Yeah, Sherelle. Sherelle. You've got some violet in your art too, so I'll start with the violets. Violets are basically okay. the old souls. They're actually here to educate the masses to improve the quality of life for people, and violets feel like they need to reach the masses. They need to do bigger projects. They're not usually employees. Violets want to do projects, and I see violets a lot getting involved in, like, the media, their writers and performers and speakers, and 
musicians and anything that uses the media to get messages out. Or I see violets getting involved in things like teaching or psychology <laughs> because you violets, usually, especially you, Sherelle, you can just look at somebody and kind of read them. Go, yeah, I know what this is going on. Of course, David can do that too. Violets can read I people. I can. That is <laughs> yeah, me. I know. Yeah, that is a violet. Violets and and, vi- <laughs> and or violets are drawn to causes like, you know, all oh, those poor starving children in Africa, the poor people in Haiti, we need to do something about this. Violets are visionaries. They come from the third eye chakra. They've been on this planet so many times before that they get here and they go, oh, my gosh, oh, you know, because you guys came here to help make a difference here, but it has to be big. And violets get accused a lot of being unrealistic dreamers, especially, David, it's so funny because you've got tan in your aura too, which I don't always see a tan-violet combination because tans, and I feel like you've learned the tan. Tans are much more practical and analytical and logical, and they'll think about it, they'll think about it. So a violet will go, oh, this big vision, I just know this, because violets and blues are both very psychic. So violets just have this sense of something, and then the tan will come back and go, well, let's think about it, and what, what, how would we do with that, and let's fill it in. So like, they get more practical. <laughs> but, David, I almost feel like you've learned that tan. I feel like you actually were born more yellow-violet, but I'll get to the yellow in a second. So violets. Violets, are, a lot of violets are famous. So the majority of people in the entertainment business are violets. So that's an easy one to tell on famous people. So like violet yellows, that's Spielberg, George Lucas, Bono, George Clooney, and then we've got in violets will also get into like leadership, politics, law. So Obama's a violet yellow. Then we've got John and Robert Kennedy, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King. I have a dream. I have a vision. That's how violets talk. Nelson Mandela, Maya Angelou, Oprah Winfrey. You see what kind of company violets are? I mean, they're big players. They have to reach the masses. And Sherelle, so for example, you violets, because Sherelle, you've got a lot of violet in there. Violets, they always feel like they've got something bigger to do, and it's almost like, God, I've got all these big things I want to do, but how do I get there? Because violets go 150, and they sense it, they see it, but they don't always know how to actualize it. So I can see every so right. often with mm-hmm. you, every so often it's like, yeah, yeah, big things, big things, and then you kind of have to be patient, you have to wait, and sometimes you get to manifest them, but boy, I can feel that with you sometimes. It's like, oh, I've got all these big things I want to do. How do I get it all done in one in one lifetime, and how do I get it done? <laughs> right? Yes, right. Definitely, yeah. so how that, do I get it done? <laughs> yeah, so those are violets. And then we've got blues. We have blues like, um, blues are the most, emotional, loving, nurturing, but typically blues are here to be in service, like I started before. They're very spiritual. Blues usually are happy doing one-on-one. They're usually teachers and counselors and nurses. They want to help people. They tend to be the rescuers. They are very spiritual. They're Mm. also the most emotional of all the aura colors. Blues can watch commercials and tear up. So it's really funny if I do a workshop or something, if there's blues in the room, if one blue in that workshop starts to cry, all the blues will start crying with her. <laughs> it's really uh, so, I believe it. So, yeah, blues are also very loving, very nurturing, very psychic, um, very either religious or spiritual. Um, so blues in power, meaning they're living, they're positive, they're, they're helping, they're making a difference, they're touching souls, they're, they're trusting their psychic information. When blues get out of power or the downside, they can feel very abandoned, very alone, very unloved, and then they can get into victimhood and martyrdom and self-pity. 
But booze are very loving. They just they give and give and give and give. So they give so much they can be accused of being doormats. And um, Violet's like, no, come on, you got to stand up for yourself. You have to be stronger. Wow. Don't let the world crush you. Where blues are like, oh, but I'm, you know, the blues have a hard time saying no. Violet's at least are better at saying no. <laughs> so some of the blues in the media, now these are blue-yellows, because a, a regular, just a straight blue, you know, like just a, a single blue, like no other color with it, they don't usually get into the media unless it's a blue-violet, like Elizabeth Taylor's a blue-violet, or a blue-yellow. Oh, well, if, yeah. Part, there are a lot of blue yellows in the media. So blue yellows are Goldie Hawn, Meg Ryan, Jennifer Aniston, Kate Hudson. And, uh, do you see the sweet little girl next door? That's a blue yellow. That's why they're oh, so okay. good at playing okay. romantic comedies because blues are so such romantic. <laughs> blues end up with the Cinderella complex. They want to love is the number one thing for blues. They want to be in a loving, monogamous, committed relationship more than anything in the world. And violets, it's usually more about their mission here on the planet, their projects. They have, they can't just be sitting at home, housewives and mommies or daddies. They have to be out in the world accomplishing. Where blues are more about, I want to have a home and I want to have my children and I want to be there for them. And um, blues are very loyal and monogamous and committed. Sometimes staying with people way longer than they should. So you get an idea of a blue, right? Right. So, and then, and then we have yellows, and you have. Yeah, you have some yellows listening to your show, too. Yellows are the big kids on the planet. And, David, I swear you had yellow when you were a child. There's more yellow in there. And, again, you you put some layers of of tan in there. But yellows are sensitive. They're kind. They're pleasers. They're very generous. They're big kids at heart. They're just big kids. And they want to please people. Typically, they don't look their age. They don't feel their age. They feel like they're still growing up on some level. Um, but yellows around the planet to bring joy to the planet, to help it heal on some level. Yellows need variety. Yellows are not, they don't really, let's put it this way, if yellows had their way, they wouldn't be working at all because <laughs> they don't like to work unless it's fun or if it's creative or there's another color alongside like the violet or the tan that makes it work. But yellows like to be playful. So yellows, if they work, I see them being creative people. They're writers and artists and musicians creative, or they do healing work. They're natural massage therapists, um, veterinarians, doctors, um, uh, energy workers. They, they, they're very intuitive. David, listen to this part because I swear you got yellow in there. They're very intuitive okay. with their bodies. They're very intuitive with their bodies. They can feel the energy. They can, they can be around people and feel their energy. And yellows are really good huggers. They can actually, yeah. they can, pardon yeah, I always knew that, and that's that's very true. Yeah, yellows are it's all about the energy and the the physical energy. Um, yellows usually usually yellows like nature. Now remember, violets are spiritual leaders and teachers, but yellows usually like nature and um, they're more touchy feely. And so yellows do healing work or creative work or they do physical work. I see yellows being, you know, um, landscapers or construction workers or yoga t- teachers because yellows are much more in their bodies, but. Yellows love to laugh. They got a sense of humor. They're pleasers, but yellows also have a stubborn streak to them. Yellows ultimately they want to make you happy, but ultimately they do not like being told what to do, and they like having variety. They get bored if it's just the same thing all the time. All right, so that's a yellow. Yes. Um, then real quickly, there's greens. Greens are 
they're the type A personalities on the planet. They they process one, two, oh, I got it, ten, let's go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, let's let's go, let's go. They're usually about business and money and power and achieving and I see a lot of them getting masters and PhDs and I see them usually in business. They're they're CEOs, corporations, they're um, uh, stock market people, they're bankers, they're real estate people. You get it, right? Donald Trump's got a lot of green. Bill Gates is a green violet. Um, Dick Cheney's a green. Um, even uh, Barbara Walters is green with some violet. And David Letterman is green with yellow. Greens are really quick. They're very smart. They're very bright. But they go 1 to 10. Well, the violet goes 150. They don't always know how they're going to get there, but it's 150, and greens are back here going, wait a second, how do you see that? Wait a second, no, 1, 2, 10. You know, I'm, I'm smart, it's 1, 2, 10. How did you see 50? So yeah, they're, they're compatible like as long as the violet is in their power and they don't get run over by a green, because otherwise greens are strong-willed, they're intelligent, they're powerful, they're movers and shakers, they accomplish things. And sometimes I see violets adding green to their aura so that they can get something done. <clears throat> Greens typically write lists, and they go back and check off what they've done on the list. You understand, right? Organized, efficient, money, power. Organized. Okay. Yeah, that's a green. That's a green. And, Sherelle, you add green once in a while just to get things done, but you're not a green. <laughs> I can tell you're not a green. You just, every no. time you'll add it to get things organized and write a list. Because otherwise violets can multitask. I do. get yeah, they got so many things they want to do, they can go in like 10 different directions at the same time. So every so often I can see you pulling yourself back going, okay, get organized. Now what am I supposed to do next? <laughs> but you're not a green. My, my, mom is, my mom is a green. She writes a list, and we used to laugh growing up because she would write this list of what she was going to do every day and um, what she was going to cook for dinner. So when we would come downstairs as kids, we'd look over the list to see what would have to be done and uh, see what was for dinner. And if we wanted to be home, it was hilarious. And she never oh, really knew, you know. Oh, but that's she's, funny. She's that's challenging. She's very blue, though. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, probably a very blue green combo. She's very blue. She's very... Um, Save the children. She's the the beating heart of the family, and but see that's uh, the nurturing and all that. She's very much that. So I was like, yeah, yeah that's definitely her. But I I want her to have a little more violet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little more. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. It feels it feels to me that your mom may have been born blue and yellow, but she added a lot of green in there to be so you know be organized and efficient and, you know, run things and get things done. But it feels to me that I can see all that blue in your mom. Yeah, but you know what? The thing is, is your mom's probably okay being a blue. And here's the deal. I'm glad you brought this up, Cheryl. This is a violet age right now. Violets are in their power time right now, David. And if violets aren't doing what they came here to do, they're feeling this little inner voice and they're going, I know I'm supposed to do something. I know I'm supposed to do something. And if violets listen to that inner voice, and they trust it and they act on that, that guidance, and everything works out great for them. If they don't, there are a lot of violets out there right now that don't know how to activate their life purpose, their mission for being here, their bigger projects, and so they're getting wake-up calls. And some of them are losing their jobs, mm. they're losing their homes, they're losing their money. Yeah. Some of them are getting cancer. They're getting squeezed. So violets, it's their time to really, really wake up and be empowered and really step up and do their mission here. So. 
that doesn't surprise me at all, Sherelle, that you want your mom to be a little bit more violet. But, you know, blues get afraid to be as global as that because violets are such big personalities. Violets are just like, look, you want to help the, the, the children out there? We, you know, you need to go to the country. We can reach the masses. And violets go, oh, I don't want to seem arrogant. No, 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 that doesn't feel safe. I'll just play it at the level that I'm used to. Right. I'll stay safe back here. That's, that's more blue energy. <laughs> Yes, so, you know, definitely. I, I yes. You it's like, just gotta it's let like him, talking. You got to let them do it. Well, you know what? That's what I mean by I, it's, it's great when people can realize what somebody else's real life colors are so that they can give them permission to be who they really are and support them in doing that so they don't feel bad. Because so many people are out there going, why can't you be more like me? Why don't you do it this way? Why don't you change how you're doing it? And then people go, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm a bad person. <laughs> So, yeah, we want people to be happy. And then real quick, David, since you have added some tan in there, you probably, you'll have a few combo tans that are listening because most tans don't believe in this type of stuff because they're very logical, analytical, practical, and they'll say step one, step two, step three. They analyze it all and then they go, wait, is there is there um, scientific proof for this stuff? Which, oddly enough, David, is counter to a violet. Violets just know it. They just believe it. They know it's that big and they've got this spiritual knowingness in them. And tans are like the tans are usually engineers and accountants and bookkeepers and computer operators and um architects, you know, where they measure it's it's all detailed, it's all calculated, it's all measured out. Um and it's their lives are about security and stability and practicality. They usually prefer being employees, a real tan prefers to be an employee because it's safer and they can get the retirement benefits and their and their monthly paycheck. <clears throat> They're not usually risk takers. So, boy, David, with all that violet in your aura and that little bit of yellow, that's got to be really interesting to have some tan in your aura now, too. <clears throat> and I have a feeling that a lot of violet yellows think, get raised to think they're supposed to be tans. You know, be a man, get a paycheck bring home the money, be responsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I see that a lot with yellow-violet men being trained to think they're supposed to be tans, and then they're never quite fulfilled. They always feel like, well, something's missing then. I'm still missing a piece here because they're trying to live a color that they're well, not. Well, you know, he's a Gemini, so he <laughs> is riding the fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make sense. That would make sense, but... That's a challenge for a violet to get this big vision and this knowingness and this psychic ability and then have the, well, and yellows can procrastinate. They think of all these great ideas and they don't always get to it. But when yellows are in power, and, and you know what, Sherelle, I really believe you were born violet with yellow. It looks to me like you were born that violet with yellow, and yellows have a lot of creative ideas and they've got energy and they want to keep moving. And so um, you didn't add the tan, though. Um, you add blue sometimes and you add no. green sometimes. Yep. Every so often you'll yes. add some blue just yes. to be loving to people. Um, and every so often you'll add some green just to get organized. It's funny that those are the two colors that are in your mom's forehead, too. So that's interesting yeah. to put those in there. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the colors. I see red, orange, magenta, yellow, four different kinds of tans and greens, and then blue, violet, indigo, crystal, and lavender. Oh, and actually, David, you and Sherelle both, um, have added some indigo in your outer bands. forgot to tell you that. You've both Amazing. added indigo in your outer bands, which doesn't surprise me because I see a lot of violets doing that now. 
indigos are basically the uh, they're the new energy showing up on the planet. And so violets, because they're ahead of the masses, they'll tend to pick up the new energy that's coming out. But indigos are tend to be, now real indigos, indigos are very psychic, but they also tend to be a little bit more androgynous. So for some indigos, it's hard to tell if they're male, female, gay, straight. They feel like they're from another planet a lot of times, but that's not the part for you guys. Indigos have really strong, high level spiritual beliefs and they will not go against their spiritual beliefs you can't guilt them you can't punish them you can't force them they really really have high spiritual standards now a lot of the real indigo children that are being born right now are on the planet right now some of them are having a real hard time because they know we're not supposed to be having um, hunger and starvation we're not supposed to be having wars and violets know that too but indigos don't always understand how to live on this planet. They're so psychic. They can talk to trees. They can talk to children just psychically. Um, a lot of indigos don't talk as children, and so a lot of them are being diagnosed as autistic. They're being diagnosed as, you know, having learning disabilities because they're so unusual. Michael Jackson was an indigo. Okay, do you see how it's kind of hard? It's not about mm-hmm. their sexuality. They, they bond with people soul to soul, but they're so spiritually different than most of the people on the planet. They're having a rough time here right now. But <clears throat> where violets are here to teach us how to live with this new consciousness and evolve our consciousness and, you know, really bring peace and harmony onto the planet and a global consciousness, indigos are here to live that, to be living examples of that. Um, so anyway, both of you guys have some indigo in your outer bands, which is very cool. Thank you very much. That that was really incredible to know about us, and yeah. also to know you know what all the listeners are, and and so on. And speaking of the listeners, if, if you didn't mind, um, we have like uh, a really full switchboard. I mean, you're really popular, Pamela. I mean, people started calling in before the show started, and oh, uh, I got a call. I'm not going to, uh, you know, open the floodgates on you or anything like that, but um, would you like to take some calls, questions? Sure. Or perhaps sure. Now, a reading you, from somebody? Yeah, people, if people, yes, sure. absolutely, let's play. If people want to know their aura colors, all I need to do to get a visual of them is if they can tell me just their first name and then their hair color and their eye color, that helps me tune into them. Okay, if everybody's cool. listening... <laughs> Please think about that. Um, when you call, we're, we're going to try and do two things, balance it out. I'm going to let Pamela say what she has to say. We're going to try not to make you know the call for her. And I know, that, I know Pamela knows this. She has her own radio show. She's been on media, radio, TV. She knows what's going on. But So callers, please try and keep it brief and let Pamela uh, take care of you. So without further ado, Sherelle. Uh, Okay. Oh, Pamela, I was going to ask you, being a girl of multicolored hair, um, what, you know, do you want to know our natural hair color or the hair color that we're rocking right now? Well, actually, both would be helpful. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. I'm so sorry. Both would be helpful. It just helps me really find the person. Okay. Okay. All right, then. Uh, we're going to start with uh, caller area code 806. 806. 
you are on the air with Navigate Radio. Hello? Hello? Oh, it, h- hello. Hmm. <laughs> must we lost her. Okay. <laughs> we lost 806, so hopefully we'll um, hopefully she'll call back and we'll get her. Um, so we're going to go to um, area code 617. 617, hello, you are on the air. Hello. Hi. Hello. Who's this? Hi. Hi, my name's Brenda. Brenda? And what color hair yeah. and eyes do you have, Brenda? Uh, brown hair, brown eyes. Is that dark brown hair, medium brown, light brown? Um, I say light. Light brown. Ooh, you're a yellow with violet. Oh, Brenda, yellows are you you you're one of those people. Yellow violets are usually more free spirited. They want to do their own projects, they get bored easily. It's like I want to go from this and this. But you got a beautiful heart in there. I feel like so I want you to be able to ask your question, but you have a lot of yellow and some violet. So again, do you understand violets have to play bigger and they want to do projects that are interesting and fascinating because you guys can get bored easily? But you've also got that charitable side to your violet. And then yellows need freedom and spunk and, you know, variety and want to be able to go do some of this and then some of this and some of this. Do you understand that little side of you that wants more freedom and more play? I do. <laughs> That's so, well, it's so cute because yellows need variety and, and growing up to a yellow, like getting a regular adult job seems so boring to you guys. So what I would say to you, and then you can ask your question is, don't ever listen to what anybody else says you have to do. Please trust your own intuition dream big and sometimes you're going to want to do creative projects and sometimes you're going to want to do humanitarian projects, things that make a difference. So I don't ever see you just doing one one career in this lifetime. You need to dream big. Are you on the East Coast? Are you in uh, New York or something? Or uh, Yeah, I'm in the East Coast. I'm in Massachusetts. Okay. I kept feeling East Coast. Um, yeah, just you got to play big, live big, and be careful not to let other people that you know convince you that you've got to you know, be traditional and get the regular job and stick with it your whole life because you will be bored. <laughs> I already okay. am. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm very, very stuck. Um, That's it. Because I need to it. Yeah. Hello. Talk about stuck. Hello. 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 Is everyone there? I am, David. <laughs> that was strange, huh? <laughs> when she said stuck, it sounded like a key got stuck. Yeah. You know, whenever we do these <laughs> shows with light workers like us, some weird thing always happens. I don't know why. I think spirit's messing with us. You know what, David? I've seen that when you get too many violets in the room, all the ye- all the beetles were yellow violet. So you get yellow, you get violets together on the same place, and it can be amazing and charismatic and dynamic and and very productive, and then also it can blow out lights and computers and circuit electricity. So, um, oh, I'm sorry, we did we, we lost that last caller then, right? No, we will. We um, I still have her on the switchboard. Let's see if we can get her back. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay. Brenda, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, Brenda, really well. quick, here. Brenda, here's the deal. Your yellow is running your life right now, and you've got to get that violet part stronger. Violets have to take bigger leaps and bigger risks. And I hate to say it this way, but I feel like every so often you think about this anyway. You may have to look at moving, okay, outside of where you live right now. 
And I know that'll scare the yellow because yellows get insecure and go, oh, but wait, all my friends are here, all my family's here. So if you're not going to move out of the area or go travel just for the adventure because that's good for violets, then you need to start taking, um, learning some new things. You need to learn some more things so you can have different careers. And usually you violets learn on the job, but you've got to go for it. So with your violet, get some visions. Now remember, it won't be for the rest of your life, just the next highest vision that you can. I keep hearing to say to you, don't let people talk you into like, well, you have to be responsible. You've got to stick with the same thing. You can't just pop around like that because that doesn't work for you. So get your vision. See if you need to get any training in it or if you can train on the job. Go for new careers. Keep expanding. Keep growing. Keep learning. And for you violet yellows, I either put you guys either in media or creative or in things that help people, okay? You don't belong working in a bank or a retail store. You yes, I am in a retail store. <laughs> I know. That's why I heard that. I go, you have to dream. That's a yellow. Yellows go, well, I don't want to work that hard. I'll just do that. And I go, sweetie, you've got way more potential than that. You got I feel like you may have to take some courses so that you've got more, um, more clout, more power, so you can go more places. And I'm going to recommend it sometime you go take some trips, even if you just drive down to places just to be inspired and see that there's more life out there, okay? You don't belong working in a retail store. You've got to learn more and get bigger, okay? Okay. Does that help at all? hope that helps. hope that helps yeah, it for does. you, Brenda. it does. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for thank you. Thank you, Brenda. And you know what, Sherelle and David, people might want to go to my sites and learn because I wrote a whole bunch more in my books, Life Colors and Love Colors. They can read more about their colors when I tell them, and and there's even careers in there in Life, my book, Life Colors. I list a whole bunch of careers for each one of the oracles that they're going to be the happiest in, especially yellows. They just don't know what they want to be when they grow up. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, we're going to put your... Yes, we're still here. We're going to make sure that um, you have a chance to um, also get your websites out, um, and there's also a link through the show for your website. So people can go and take the the free test and also learn about their colors. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, Do you feel like taking another color? Yeah, and that's why I do the site in the books is because it's so hard to tell, you know, I mean, if I had a full hour with each person, we'd get somewhere, but, you know, just three to five minutes with each person, yeah, I'll do what I can. Yes, absolutely, let's take more calls. Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) Okay, Um, area code 330, thank you for holding. 330, you're on the air. What is your name, please? Hi, my name is Reginald, and um, I have black hair and brown eyes. Mm -hmm. Black hair, brown eyes? Yes. Oh, oh Reginald, <clears throat> and you got some great energy. You've got a little bit of yellow in there, too. Give me, give me just a second, okay? Because you're such a sweetheart, you're such a nice guy, but you tend to keep your stuff pretty close to your chest. You're, you, you're generous, you're a nice guy. Do you understand how you hide out a little bit? So you're yellow, yes. but you've got I compassion. See. You've also got compassion. So it's funny, look, you've got similar aura colors to David. You've got yellow in your aura. You have at, you've got some tan in there. And then you've got a touch of, I can't tell if that's violet or blue in there, but it's one of the humanitarian, compassionate colors. So I'm looking at you and I go, Guy, I don't know if I want you to do like something that's helping or healing other people, working around the healing arts or the helping or teaching, or if I want to put you into technology because you've got so much tan in your aura. Usually I see yellow tans working in either creative technology, so whether that's 
the music business or on computers or whatever. Do you yeah. do you understand you got such a sweet side deal that I feel like yeah. in, the biggest part of your heart is I go, oh, I want you helping kids or helping people or working in a hospital or healing people. And then at the same time I go, but I don't mind you on the computer too because you do have some tan <laughs> in your aura. Yeah, I just okay. want to get you confirmation on that. Just to get you confirmation of what you're saying. Um, I am a healer as well and, and a medium as well. So I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm trained in the healing art, but also I'm in college too as well for media production, electronic media production. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so that's it. Yep, that's what I thought you were. But you're you're such a sweetheart. I really like your energy. Now, the one thing I would say to you, you're such a you're so sensitive and you're such a pleaser that I feel like sometimes you can hold back a little bit just because you don't want to upset anybody or get them angry or anything. And I go, sweetie, you're good at what you do. You just need to step up and know that you're here to help other people. So you're so sensitive. Do you understand how sometimes, maybe you don't know, but sometimes I feel like you could get in your own way just by being so nice. But you're good at it. Step up. Okay. So okay. I know you go, no, sometimes I'm really out there. And I go, yeah, but other people I feel like you kind of hide from. Like you're not sure yeah. how they'll take it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a question? Yeah, I just want to know, yeah, as far as the, the healing aspect that you were picking up, um, I don't know, like, what do you see there? Do you see any progression? Is there something specifically you see in that area, or do you see me inclined towards one area or the other? Because I've sort of been split, but my ultimate idea is to like, combine together both my, you know, skills in media and, you know, technology with spirituality and my healing yeah. abilities. Well, I, I, you know, i got to tell you, I feel like I always see a variety for you. Again, you do have some of that violet in your orange violets. First of all, I see variety. So when I see you doing healing work, it's it's a mm. combination. Sometimes I see energy work. Sometimes I feel like you might be able to learn things that could actually touch people or, you know, help them that way. But I also like you counseling them, kind of helping them feel cared about and loved. So there's some emotional, spiritual work in there, too. So do you see how it's not just one thing? It's more holistic. And yeah. I even see that down the road as you get older, you even have it, if we can get you not being so so sensitive and insecure or shy sometimes, you've got a teacher in you too. So down the road, I feel like once you get older and you step up more, you can actually teach people about spirituality and who they are and how to take care of themselves. So I see that too. And then I also like you developing things in the creative technology, whether you help people put together music things or, you know, techno- or, or um, um, videos or you know, television, whatever, you have that in you. So I don't feel like you have to just do one thing. You just need to grow like a tree and how tree yeah. branches, more and more branches come off of it. Okay. Wow. That definitely clarifies okay. things. We hope. You definitely on the nail, so <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> good. that. Good. Thank well, you. Well, you're, you're, you're doing good things on the planet. you got the right idea. Just fill it out. Just step up even more. When you're ready, in your own way, but step in there. People need you. Okay, I will. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's that was really what good. I get Thank from. you, Reginald. <laughs> they say the word interesting. Tans and greens. That's so cute. Violets talk about what they see. I have this vision. I have this dream. Oh, I can see that. And then blues talk about how they feel. And greens and tans, I hear them go, well, I think this or, oh, well, that was interesting. <laughs> David, you are so cute. That's good. <laughs> well, now I'm starting to blush. Good thing this is radio. <laughs> uh, he's a nice guy, though, isn't he? Just sometimes every so often. Yeah. Oh, yes. Dance can get stuck Very... sometimes. But... 
Yeah, he's he's very talented, very creative. He has a gift for sure. And, and additionally, you're right. You know, he's he wants to give it out, but you know, you got to hold a little bit back. And then also, he does hold some things a little bit too close to himself. Just like you said, yeah. I, I saw all that. I totally agree. And uh, his energy was really wonderful. I know. Isn't he a sweetheart? That was great. Yes, yes. So I. On that note, let's take one more caller. Okay. All righty. We have area code 603. 603, welcome to the show. What is your name, please? Hello? Maybe they just want to listen on the phone and not ask a question. Mm-hmm. So we Hello, 603-801. You're on the line. Okay, we'll go on to the next, I guess. We'll have to put her on mute, and we'll probably try back. They're probably having a little phone problem. So it's okay. Sometimes we get a little choked up. Spirit energy. Spirit energy. (laughs) And I'm telling you, you you guys are big (laughs) Let's go to area code 805. 805-570, you're on the line. What is your hey name, there. please? Hi, can you hear me? Hi. Hi, it's Joanne. You can. can you hear me? Hi, could, that, could you say that? Yes, yeah, we sure can. You said it's Julian. Joanne. Hi, Joanne. What color hair and eyes do you have? Pam's awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. So cool. Is Everybody awesome. loves her. We all love her. So, um... I've got uh, blue-green hazel eyes with um, dark blonde hair with some red highlights. Uh-huh. <laughs> Celtic uh-huh. background there. <laughs> Look at all that. Well, you already know your aura colors, right? You've got so much spunk in you. Look at all that yellow coming off of you and the blue and the violet, right? Hey, and Joanne, you've got a little touch of green to you right now. So that must really? mean you're working, on some, yeah, you're working on some project or something right now for you to add a touch of green in there. Interesting. Cool. Are you moving forward on something? Because, yeah, you've actually gotten more powerful. And I know you bought, you know, that violet in you can get a little scattered at times, but it feels to me like something revved up with you, something moved forward. Didn't you do that? Did you take a little quantum leap or moving forward on something? Yeah, I've made some cool life changes. So I'm moving forward. Yeah, I did a lot of work, you know. And um, I just wanted to know, do you see any any masculine aura around me? Do you see a man or two <laughs> in my immediate sphere for, you know. In your um, immediate, so is there somebody, I mean, I knew we were going to talk about relationship, and by the way, you guys, that's usually a blues question. Usually blues want to know about relationship. <laughs> Number one, relationship. Am I going to be married? And then, yeah. and then, of course, yellows go, wait, but I'm kind of afraid of it because I don't want somebody to suppress me or trap me or anything. I need my freedom. <laughs> No, it's too tricky. With see, you guys. I'm not feeling that way anymore. So, I mean, like maybe the green you're seeing is more my heart chakra is totally open. So, oh well, no, I think too. I think the green the green that you've got in your outer bands means you've gotten stronger. Something in you um, kicks some backside a little bit, and you got stronger. So, it's actually a good mm-hmm. sign to see that. So, Thank yeah, you. I, have, I see one guy in your aura already. Are you going out with somebody? Because there's a I can actually I'm seeing two different guys. Watch, I'm seeing one guy behind you that's really nice. He's really a sweetheart. Um, but I feel like this guy might be a little too mild for you. There's one guy behind you. Are you dating anybody right now that I can check out? Because 
Please. Yeah. I've, there's like two men. One that I absolutely feel is soulmate and um, very cool guy. I mean, as soon as we met, the first words out of his mouth, well, the second, first one was, this is a woman I could see the rest of my life and um, that he thought we were soulmates from a past life. And he was teasing me like, what the hell took you so long <laughs> to find me in this one? It was a very cool but, meeting, and I really feel really strongly for this particular man. So can you okay, describe can I, the one that you see that's close behind me? Is, what it, can you see what it looks like or no? Or do you know what he does? Uh, well, all I know, there's two different guys there. And one of them, I want to say one of them is, I, I feel like maybe somebody you were seeing before, somebody you already know, he's more like a friend. He's a little too mild for you. And then I'm seeing, now, this guy that you met that you feel like he's a soulmate, is he 100% available? Because something doesn't feel available. Does that just mean he's really busy or he's, got, he's just gotten out of another relationship or he, he, he's connected with his work a lot or something? Because uh, the guy's really nice looking. The guy that I'm seeing, I go, wow, look, energy, energy. He's strong. He's spiritual. He's, he's, he, does he have his own business? Because this guy definitely needs to have his own business. Yes, he, yeah, he does need to have his own business. I don't think he plays well with others. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, yeah, he's tall. He's tall. He's got long hair. He looks like a Celtic warrior from back in the day. That blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all hair. I know is I went, God, this guy's really good looking, and I like his energy. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. Yeah, you guys are a good match energetically. There's something a little bit to the side that's not 100% hmm. available yet, and I don't know if that just means he's not used to being in a full-time relationship with you yet or he's still focusing on his work or something. But hopefully when that energy, when that comes up, you guys will probably be able to just go right into it, you know, just communicate and deal with it and go in there. But I do feel like this guy's used to, even if he's got women around him before or past, that he's used to kind of also being independent, um, which actually is yeah. I can kind of see that. I mean, he's a hard. He's a musician, very much mm-hmm. heart and soul, all about music. Mm-hmm. And he's not a player. He's not into like you know twenty nine thousand women chasing him around. I mean, he's got a yeah, big no, fan base. But that's that not his. But that's not yeah. his personality. But I think what he's going through is a little bit of stress right now because there are some blocks to where he hoped he'd be musically. Yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe that's the block. Um, okay, so when that comes up, Joanne, just remember, you guys need to communicate. You need to look right in his eyes and be really real with him. Don't take it personally. Don't run away. Don't put up a defensive wall. If You guys, you guys have to be able to communicate to work it out because otherwise you're going to start getting um, disappointed and frustrated with him and I go, oh, we're going to have a problem here. And he seems to have some strength, so there's some potential here. Yeah, I think he has a lot of – he's got a big heart. He's very deep. And um, he's way more feeling um, in a very, just a very deeper place. And this is a good place for me to be because yeah, I've been, strength. you I know, I've been murdering. Yeah, he's got it in his quiet way, though. You know what I mean? He's not very mm-hmm, showy or stuff. But it's funny because he's a Leo with a Pisces moon. So no. <laughs> that's probably uh, what you're we... seeing. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, the Leo with a moon in the... Mars and Scorpio, right? Hmm. Oh, yeah, well, there's so. the strength of Scorpio. Well, let me know, okay? Keep in touch with me. Pam, I definitely will, and um, I love you, and she's amazing. This woman is just, uh, we thanks. all love her in Santa Barbara. I'm saying we love you. God oh, bless you, thanks. Pam. Hey, thanks, and congratulations on meeting somebody awesome. I know. Oh, that was the universe. Awesome. That was a present. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have fun. Thanks. Bye, Pam. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having our own little private powwow there. <laughs> it's okay. I think that's great. It's great for confirmation, and it's great 
to, you know, have great followers and stuff. So um, how about if we take a quick break, take a quick two-minute break? Sounds okay with everyone? Mm-hmm. And we will be right back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Gate Radio. Thank you for listening tonight. Our esteemed guest, Pamela Osley, she sees Colors of the Aura. Her websites are auracolors.com and lovecolors.com. She's with us on the radio tonight explaining all about auras and how they affect us in our daily lives. So we now welcome back our guest, Pamela. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So, so we're still having fun, right? We are still having a blast. 
That's good. Time That's goes what by we when you have fun. Do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yellows have to so, have fun, and we still have to inspire and educate the masses, right? <laughs> That's right. And, you know, with some of the, the tans and other things that you've seen in my color relate to I have a large research library. I've been, you know, besides, you know, learning what I did to develop my gifts, but I find myself, you know, I'm not, like, if you go see a doctor, he can't be a pediatrician, OBYGN, brain surgeon and all that. He's a doctor, but he can't do everything. So I'm a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. I pretty much do psychic mediumship. I host a radio show and I do some teaching. But mm-hmm. people say, come over here and get rid of this, these uh, negative ghosts or demons. Come over here and teach us meditation. Come over here and do healing. Like, you know, I can't be all over the map. So I try to keep it restricted to what I'm doing. And I have, mm-hmm. you know several hundred books or at least a few hundred books in my research library. Some of them are mm-hmm. kind of old, but it's all in this field, metaphysics. And uh, I really enjoy I just can't get enough of that information. And does mm-hmm. that, any of that have anything to do with some of my colors yes. like doing the research? Yes. yes. Well, tans, I mean, um, violets love new information and learning. Um, tans, yes, it's data, it's information. And the cool thing about having tan, tans are more patient most of the other aura colors. Violets can get and blues can get very dramatic or impatient. And tans are very, um, they'll, they'll look at the facts, they'll look at the data. They're much more patient. So absolutely, tans love to research and get information. So I think it's cool that you've got some tan there because you're actually using it in a positive way. A lot of violets, if they've got tan around them, they don't use it in a positive way. They use it to hold them back or to suppress them. You've learned to use it in a supportive and validating, and it in, it adds to your life. So I think that's great. Well, thank you very much, and you know I just love what I'm doing now that I'm I'm retired from law enforcement. I retired in July of this year, so now I can do what's in my heart full time, and I'm just loving the heck out of it. Wow! And I wanted to, yeah, I know I, I I've always had this uh, warrior side. I've been in the military, I was worked in security, and law, veteran law enforcement almost 20 years, so I've done that. But now I have the opposite side, the spiritual side. You know, the more you know, you have the uh, feminine side coming out, too. I think it's a good balance. I don't see anything wrong with it. And I think that because I uh, was in the wire energy for a long time, but never mean wire energy or anything like that, but I think that helps balance out the other energy for me. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. Well, you know what? Violets are here to help the masses, and, and, and one of the things violets do is um, politics, law, or causes. So you got into the law enforcement, and they're, you know, they're here to serve the masses. So you did that, and then that tan and that yellow, that'll you know put you in the military, and that'll get you learning structure and everything. Now, David, it feels like you balance it out very well. You've made all of those three colors work for you. I think it's awesome. Thank you, and for those... They're curious that, well, you're a cop, huh? So now you're a medium. Now, how can you do that? Well, I can tell people how I did it. When I was in law enforcement, I never went out of my way to hurt anybody. I've never had a complaint against me the whole time I was in, and I've always did my best to try and do what I could there, but to try to, I don't know if you would call, you know, serve the public and help people without putting anything more into it. And I was trying to make each situation 
a more of a positive situation, turn a negative into a positive mm-hmm. as much as I could, mm-hmm. you know, during those times. Now, I wanted to ask you about your radio show. Could you tell us a little bit about your radio show? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And by the way, David, violets are also mediators, so I bet you calmed down a few people when you were out there being a law enforcement officer. <laughs> so violets yes. are really communicators and mediators. Yes, I have a radio show, and um, it's in Santa Barbara, but it's also simulcast live on the web so that the you, people can go to my oh, website, cool. com and find it. It's on Wednesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific time. But again, um, and all my shows are archived, so they can go to the radio show, listen to it live, or if they missed any shows. I've been doing it now for six years, so there are lots and lots of shows, great guests, um, great topics. Some of the calls I do, readings like what we're doing this time and other times, you know, just lots of different information. I'm doing the same thing you guys like to do is, like, give information out to people so that they can, you know, be more open-minded really think of some new things, be, you know, kept up with quantum physics, and, you know, we're we're all teachers, right? Yes, right. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Now I wanted to ask you something else um, before we take any more callers, and that's, you know, I'm looking at love your books, you know, like Love Colors and Life Colors. Is Could you tell us a little bit about one one of the books of your choice? Sure. Um, Life Colors was my very first book. It's been out for a really long time. I've even got a, I, I brought out, or took out, right, wrote a second version of it because it was so popular, and I learned so much more information I added to it. So Life Colors, basically there's a quiz in there so people can find out what their colors are. And then there's chapters on every single color that's everything from their personality, career direction, relationship compatibility, money strengths and weaknesses, how to help people learn how to do money, potential health problems, how they, how they are with kids, um, how to stay in power once if they get out of power, meaning the downside, how to get back into the positive side. So every single color is in there. And then I wrote Love Colors, and that's specifically about relationships. That's all what each color needs to be happy in a relationship and who they're compatible with and why and how they can create harmonious, wonderful, fulfilling relationships. So they're both about the aura colors. And then my third book is Make Your Dreams Come True, and that's more quantum physics and, and, uh, you know, law of attraction and and we create our own reality. And, um, yep, those are my three books. That's awesome. Amazing. I always... I'm 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 curious. I'm happy to see that now that in the media a lot of things are coming out. Like you know, it started with you know like the ghost whisper, and then not it didn't just start with that. But then they were having mediums on TV, and they were talking about auras, and it's just <laughs> nice that they're all they're just like you said that you know even scientists are starting to talk. Oh yes, it's really something to it. It is. It really is something to it, and it's just it's exciting. It's getting more mainstream. It's, it's time. fun. Yeah, have you seen the new series with Morgan Freeman, Through the Wormhole, on the Science Channel? No. Oh, it's, it's, it's so it's, awesome. Tell me, um, let it's me write that down, wormhole. Through the Wormhole. Through the Wormhole with Morgan okay. Freeman. And you can Google it and or, you know, go to YouTube or whatever and, and watch some of the episodes. But it's awesome they're talking about the sixth sense. They're talking about parallel universes. They're talking about um, what is time, time, is time a reality, the illusion of time. They're talking about time travel. 
and this is these are scientists and physicists. I'm going, yes, it's actually getting out there. There's another series called Curiosity. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there's so much going on right now. It's just exciting times, isn't it? Very. I'm glad that a lot of this is becoming mainstream now. Well, it's no, about time. For so long, huh? <laughs> yes. It's it's kind of like uh, the UFO, you know, the Roswell crash. You know, it's uh-huh. like now they're like letting you read some of the stuff. It's like it's only been so long. Now they're letting, now they're not afraid to share <laughs> the information. And it's like it's okay. People aren't going to run into the hill and bury their head in the sand. They're really going to embrace it. And right. I I think that's great. I think that's I guess great. our consciousness you, must actually be evolving. People must really start, you know, be ready for it to really evolve now and open up and, and learn more about who we are. You know, when, when things get tough, a lot of people, they start looking for other answers. It's like, all right, I need a different way to make my life better. <laughs> well, that's right. funny because in the beginning, before technology, you had people that relied on what we're talking about tonight. I mean, that was accepted. It was natural. It was not yep. paranormal. It was normal. And actually, it's still normal now. But uh, then it changed to you know, religion. And then after religion, it wasn't religion. It was science. And now mm-hmm. uh, they're trying to balance the both out and figure out through quantum physics, metaphysics, and whatever, what we're doing now. And so that's you know, finally coming back again, I believe. Back in, I agree with you. Back in the balance, and where where it's holistic, where it's working together instead of them against us or odds. You know, where it's like opposites. Like, no, 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 come on, you guys. <laughs> there's there's a there's a bigger. We're all here. in this together. Oh, that's right. right. That's what I say. Yay! That's exactly yeah. what I say. We're all in this together, you guys. It's not not we're not supposed to be fighting each other and disagreeing. I mean, everyone's going to have their own beliefs and everyone in their own way, right. in their own time. But it really is exciting to see what's going on, and I'm really happy to see you guys are doing a show that brings on so many great guests that can talk about this stuff. Thank you. Yes, we uh, like to have like a rainbow you know, assortment of, of like people that. on, and we <laughs> want to support them so people can see what they have to say, give them a chance to listen to people from different fields, to open their mind, and on the show, we do like to take you beyond the gate. And as I say, we are just merely the purveyors of information. It's up to you what you do with this information. That's great. That's great. I love it. See, that's a Violet Empower. Violet's go, look, this is where I'm going. You know, this is the information I have. If you want to go, that's great. And if not, you've got your own path to go on. It's when Violets get out of power, when they're in the downside that Violets can get dictatorial and bossy and impatient with humanity because why can't people see this is the way it is? What's wrong with people? So I'm glad you've got some of that tan in there, David, to help you be more um, balanced and mellow and, you know, patient. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't let anything bother me. I just do what I have to do, and that's it, because it is what it is in my belief system, so I'm not worried about when anybody says, oh, the Bible says you can't do this, or somebody says you can't do that, and I said, really? Well, how come I'm doing it then? Or does this or that affect you? I said, no, I'm doing it. It's all love, light, and nothing negative or anything like that. And yeah. somebody would call me, I'd call somebody and say, a skeptic friend, oh, I knew it was you calling. And I said, well, you don't believe in psychics. How'd you know it was me? Oh, it was just a gut feeling. And I said, hello, psychic ability. 
well, sometimes oh, no, that was the like wind. different labels. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Like well, you know what? It's all catching sometimes. up. It's all catching up, and it's getting more that's and right. more and more out in the media. I think it's awesome. I do, too. It's really wonderful. You know, we've had some patient people online. I was wondering before, oh, you know, we got a little bit of time left on the show, if you wouldn't mind taking, you know, a couple more questions. Sure. Sure, that's fine. Okay. Let's go with um, area code 228. 228. Oh, it would help if I pressed the button for 228. <laughs> Hello, 228. You are on the air. What is your name? Uh, my name is Shirley. I have uh, dark brown hair and green eyes. Dark brown hair and green beautiful. eyes. Really oh. beautiful. <laughs> Shirley, you are a spunk. You are bright. You're funny. You're quick. Um, I feel like sometimes people can't even always get how quick and bright you are and how funny you are. Very bright and very confident and everything. Do you have a sp- – oh, you are so funny. Um, I, I feel like sometimes maybe even people or the opposite sex, can you can either charm them and flirt with them or they get intimidated by you. So um, you've got violet in your aura. You've got that funny sense of humor yellow, and you've got some intelligent green in there. That might be whatever work you're doing. Are you working inside an office or – Kind of no, uh uh-uh. uh. No, I'm I'm retired now. Oh well, okay. All right. Well violets are violets are teachers and therapists and you know, that you know, more independent. Violets usually want to do their own projects. Greens I usually see working in offices or doing real estate or, you know, finance, business, money, whatever. But you got that funny yellow too and the yellow is like, all right, I want to you're funny because I want to say partly I want you to be able to do learn new things, maybe take some classes or do something creative like writing. But you need, I like you learning. I feel like you need to be mentally stimulated. But then also with that violet in your aura, or you even got a little blue in there. Wow, you're like a little rainbow. (laughs) You know, they want to be around friends. They want to help people. So getting involved, I like variety for you. So one, getting involved, you know, hanging out with some friends or people that stimulate you where you can learn new things and you can have a good time. And then other times being able to do something on your own, like stay away from everybody and just have your own space. Um, Right. do something creative or whatever. Did you have a specific question? I was wondering if you've seen any romance headed my way. Yeah, I knew you were headed that way because I you knew you got blue flapping. But did you hear me say sometimes I feel like the opposite sex? You're such a you're, you're sweet. You're a nice person. I feel like you can be kind to everybody. But sometimes I feel like sometimes the opposite sex is drawn to you, and then other times I feel like they just go away, and you can't even figure that out. Like, ah, what's wrong? I got something. I got cooties on me or something. So <laughs> right. here's, here's the deal. I do see a fabulous, what I want to call a companion. I don't know that you're going to do marriage again, or okay. But I do feel like right. a, a fabulous compassion um, and companion. And I feel like here's, uh, be careful because I feel like you're going to fall for somebody who's not available. And either he's divorced and he's afraid to get back into it again because I see you're going to be drawn to someone. Unless this has already happened to you, drawn to somebody. Right. And he's intelligent, he's good looking, but he's not fully forthcoming, he's not fully available. He tends to avoid. Okay, so be careful of that because you need someone, number one, who's intelligent, who's trustworthy, but who's also got a sense of humor who's got a great mind, who's like a gentleman, and I do see that available for you. But do do you know that sometimes guys are like, you know, they'll be your buddies, whatever, and then other times it's like they can't stay far enough away from you? It's so strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's happened a lot, so I kind of wondered, you know, maybe. 
I just go after the wrong type. That's what I chalk well, it up as. <laughs> you are you you do you do get drawn to the to guys that I want to say are either wounded or they're not fully emotionally available. So we got to shift that with you. And you know what? If you want, now this is not a sales pitch because I'm a blue. I'm a blue, yellow with violet. We're not salespeople. I do have on my site, I have a guided imagery meditation. It's really inexpensive about attracting love in your life. And it reprograms you. It reprograms you. It's a meditation to reprogram you so that you can attract somebody in who's really there. So get a hold of that. It's called Attracting Love, A Wonderful Man. But, yeah, I can see the back and forth. Okay, so we need to shift some pattern with you because I see a great guy available for you. He's a loving companion. He's fun. He's intelligent. You guys are going to have a blast together, but I feel like we have to, <clears throat> excuse me, shift. Sorry. <clears throat> we need to shift some pattern that has happened for you in this lifetime. Okay. So it doesn't continue that way because then you're going to be alone and just you're such a smart, nice person. Yeah, I'm getting kind of bored of being alone. I like my alone time, but I'm getting kind of bored of it now. <laughs> yeah, I too. You know, well, we got to get you out there doing some things, but see if we can reframe, you know, reprogram you, or call me for a private session, even a mini one, and I'll see if I can help you shift that. Because I hate to see that continuing. Really, you have a lot okay. to offer. You're very loyal. You're intelligent. You're fun. You have so much to offer. So there's no reason for you to be single, other than your past patterning. My what? Excuse me. Your, your past habits. You've got a pattern, oh, okay. a pattern of being drawn, of yeah. being drawn to the wrong guys, and then I feel right. like guys are almost—it's almost like they're afraid of you. Like you'll be able to see through them or something. I really have to figure out why they run away from you sometimes. Yeah, I use deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. goodness! Okay, yeah. I'll look it up for sure. I appreciate it. Okay. Have fun. Okay, calling, Shirley. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, gotcha. That was a great call. Oh, she's a spunk. She's a sweetheart. She's got so much to offer. It's just, you know, it, it, it's so sad when I see people like that with so much to offer, and then they, they can't find anybody to really enjoy their life with. Like, all right, we got to fix that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because it's it's. You know, because you could be going out and having a great time and doing a lot of great things. But some people get intimidated by that. So that's kind of, you know, so that's, but, you know, I think that was a great call. Are you in the mood to take another call? Yeah, sure. Sure, I'll take as many calls as you guys want. If you need me to go faster, you know, it's always like, can I take a little while with you first or do you want me to go faster? (laughs) Well, I was just in, I was just loving you know the readings that you were giving, and um, so let's let's we'll just take another call. Area okay. code six oh. Okay. Hi. Six oh three. Hi. Yes, I'm here. What is Hi. your name? Oh, oh, good. You got me last time. You called my not my area code, and I'm like, hello, 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 and you're like, oh, she probably <laughs> wants to listen. I'm, like, I'm oh, glad yeah. we got you back. Um, well, Yay! I'm glad. Yay! Um, my name is Val. And my hair color is a dark brown, and I have blue eyes. Dark brown and blue eyes. Val, you already know you are a spunk. Let me see. It looks to me like you were born blue and yellow, and you've got a lot of yellow. You've added a little bit of violet around you, so that's cool. So 
when I, okay, so I want to make sure I answer your question, but I look at you and I go, man, I love you doing projects, lots of different projects, sometimes where you're helping people or kids or other people or whatever, and other times where I go, man, you got all these different ideas in there. It's like, oh, it's almost like you're a little bunny rabbit. It's like, how do we keep up with you? It's like, do you know that sometimes you multitask? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so, yes, you got I a big... Yeah, yeah. Oh, she she got quiet there. Yeah, you multitask. You got lots of different ideas. You got a big heart. I mean, blues can do things like teaching, counseling, nursing. They want to help people. Yellows want creative projects, variety. You know, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. You got a little bit of violet in your aura. So violets uh, right now, especially, they're going. Oh, I need to do something bigger. I need to do bigger projects. I need to help more people. Now, usually from a blue, I get relationship questions. But you tell me what you'd like to look at. <laughs> a relationship question or a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess I wonder what you see as far as, you know, relationships that are love with me. Uh-huh. Is is there anyone in your life right now? Um no. In my heart, yes. Okay, thanks. Because I was going to say, it just feels like an ex or somebody where it didn't work out. Because I'm seeing somebody in your in your aura. And I want to say, okay, there's trouble here. Can you give me the person's hair color and eye color? Red hair and hazel eyes. Is hazel green brown to you or green blue? Um, kind of green brown. Yeah, okay. green brown. <laughs> okay, it's a guy, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Usually, I can tell, but no, you know, no, I want no, to be I'm offended. No, it's okay. It is a guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, well, first of all, this is the thing. When I tune into him, I go, see, somebody who's not fully available, nice guy, nice looking, intelligent, there's a lot of good qualities to him. I go, not available, something's not available there. And every time I go to tune into him, he pulls back. So he obviously keeps (laughs) his information a little bit guarded or pulls back, or he's uncomfortable with what we're doing right now. You know, you got good taste. He's a good guy, but I go, oh, my gosh, there's something not available about him. So either he's afraid of relationship or he's in a relationship and not fully available or he's working that something's not available about him. Now, here's the deal. We blues are the most loyal, monogamous, committed people on the planet, and when we fall mm-hmm. in love with somebody, that's it. We, I can't even tell a blue to let go of someone because we have that Bingo. Cinderella complex. Yeah, we yeah. have that Cinderella complex, and it's like, nope, this is the one I love, and we will hang in there and hang in there and hang in there. And by the way, you've had other lives with that guy. So you've got a soul connection, there's a, there's a chemistry, but there is something going on that he doesn't, you know that, right, that he's not fully available? You know what, he's somebody who's been in and out of my life for 13 years. And yeah. in the meantime, there's been somebody else in and out of his life for several years. And I don't know if right now they are in fact together, if they're not, or he's just kind of wanting that, or... Um, I, but he is also afraid of relationships, so you kind of got yeah. both angles of that. But I also yeah. feel he is my true soulmate. I mean, the person I'm supposed to be with for my life. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not. Con- I don't know. Here's the deal: we blues. I'm telling you, we're long suffering. We will hang in there forever for our Prince Charming, right? But here's the deal: yeah, we will. I don't. Know, I don't know if he's ever fully going to get it together. And I see how he gives you just enough rope to keep you to keep you attached. And then he runs away again. I'm like, oh, you know, it's like that game plane. And we blues were the only ones that put up with stuff like that. Everyone else would go, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. move on. All right, you're better than that. You deserve something awesome. But 
I know what's blues. So this is what I tell Blue. You know what? You got to trust your intuition. You um, learn. I mean, you can keep them in your circle of love. You can expand out from to love others if you get tired. And but I'll tell you, this is a tough one. It's a tough one, and I can't convince you to let go of him. And I would not even try. But boy, he is not going to make this easy in this lifetime. I feel like if he ever really came to you full out, it's because he got hurt. He got scared. He's getting older. I mean, he, he might come to you out of fear, and I go, I still don't trust that he's going to fully be enough for you because he does have a tendency to right. withhold. And I'm being really honest with you, and notice I didn't say you have to stop loving him. I would never say that. No, I know. And I appreciate your honesty with all of that. That's 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 wonderful because that's, you know, honesty is very important. I don't want somebody to say, oh, yeah, hang in there, he'll be back, or never, you know, whatever. But um, do you well, feel... He will come back around, and, and we're not involved in each other's lives at the moment. Do you feel he will come um, back I feel around? like he still, he, he still thinks about you. You're a safe you're a safe port to run to, but you're also unsafe enough that he runs away from you. So I do mm-hmm. feel like it'll be a while, but I do feel like he'll somehow show back up in your life. So I'm more worried about you. I go, well, yeah, I hate to see you suffering, but I also know you're a big girl. You're doing what your heart wants it to do, and you won't let go until you're ready to let go or find somebody else that's really there for that's you. Right. But I will tell you, you're not 100% letting anybody else in because no. about 75 that's to right. 90% of your heart is being filled up with this guy. So you just got to trust your own yeah. intuition on this one. He hasn't fully let go of you, but I also get he's not showing back up, not, not showing fully up. For a while, or what do you mean? Yeah, it feels like for a while, sweetie. And again, even if he shows up, like and kind of comes crawling to you because he's, a, you know, a little like little boy scaredy cat. If he does, mm-hmm. I go, okay, let's see if he's going to be enough for you, because I'm telling you, he keeps stuff to himself sometimes, and it could be frustrating for you after a while because he doesn't fully, he's not a hundred percent there. I know, I know, I love him for a while. <laughs> you're going to have to make up <laughs> for that. And then, just let me say one last thing before we get off, okay? At some point, yeah. see. Blues love relationships. Yellows and violets, which are your other two colors, they like their freedom. So it's very common for those combinations to be drawn to somebody that they can fall in love with, but they also get their freedom and, you know, they don't have to fully commit. So at some point you might want to take a look at what's going on inside of you because blues have to learn how to love themselves. They go, I do love myself. Okay, if you're happy with this situation, okay, but... You have to love yourself enough, and we blues think that that sounds selfish or arrogant or whatever. Right. You have to love yourself enough to go believe in yourself enough because if you really get get centered and aligned with your true desire of what kind of relationship you really want, either he's going to get that signal and rush to you so he doesn't lose you, or you're going to draw somebody else to you that can really love you full out. I would take a look at why you're drawn to somebody who's not fully available. Hmm. Okay. And and I've um, been there. I've been there, so I empathize with you 100%. <laughs> Can I say one more thing quickly on this? Uh-huh. Oh, oh okay. I, and I have to just ask this, just maybe more for my own. I don't know. The You know, I said he's been in and out of my life. Someone's been in and out of his life. Will, uh-huh. she, eventual, will she eventually be out of his life for good? Yes. Yes, yeah, no. she's playing games with him, too. I feel like they're going to connect. They're going to connect. They're going to connect. And then I feel like it's not going to be enough for her, and she's going to break his heart. And so be careful That's if he I'm comes running of. to you because, she, yeah, be careful if he comes running to you because she broke his heart. 
to go, oh, be careful, sweetie. I don't want you just being the port in the storm. And you deserve <laughs> You deserve. I know. Bad. I've already seen this, and I'm afraid he's going to get his heart broken, and that's what kills me inside. As much as, oh, I, I don't want to. You know what? Somebody can bring you to your breaking point. You can say, oh, I hate him. You don't really hate him. But then you say, but I don't want to see anything bad happen to them. I don't want another right. girl to break his heart because that would crush right. me. No, but he's playing but, um, with fire, sweetie. He's playing with fire. He's I, playing with somebody who's not fully there for him. So you guys all have some sort of commitment issue going on here. <laughs> so she will finally be gone, though. Yeah. It's going to take a while, but yes. Okay. Well, even if it's not me and she's gone, I know this is going to sound a little crazy, but I know who she is. And I said to him, I'd be very sad if you met a really nice girl and you were happy. I'd be happy for you, but I would be sad because you'd be out of my life forever. But I would be happy. I said, this girl is not good for you. And, I mean, no. everybody's got to figure it out on his own, their own. That's but right. I just, you too. And I, <laughs> yeah. I know. Isn't she just like myself? Well, but, yeah. Right. And, and but, he's uh, addicted to her. He's addicted to something that's unhealthy, so be careful. All right, I appreciate yeah. that, and I thank you even for the aura, you know, what you said about my aura. That's very interesting. I've never really had anyone tell me about my aura, so that was very, very interesting, and I thank you very, very much. You're awesome. Thank you, and good thank luck you, with all that, okay? Good luck with all that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, and Bye-bye. blessings to you all. Thanks. Bye. I, it's, 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 you know, and I feel for her because, you know, we've all had that, that, those kind of relationships. I had a really, really good friend who dated this guy for 10 years and, uh, on their, I guess their 10th year of dating, they're supposed to get married and they've been on and on, on and off again. And he met somebody at work and like saw her, fell in love with her and married her right away. Yep. And it I mean yep. it took the other the other it took my friend ten years for him to even commit, to try yeah. to commit, you know, to set up the date and it was like a week before their wedding and he runs off with this girl. And yeah, it was just sad. heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking. I mean, but yeah. she's in a great relationship now, you know, has children and everything. But, you know, and I appreciate what you said to her is that no matter what you say, when she's done with the relationship, yep. when Val is really done, then it will yep. be done. That means no one on the outside could tell her anything. She will be done. But she can talk to us until she's blue in the face. She'll talk to all of her friends, her family, mm-hmm. everybody, until she's blue in the face. But when she is done, he can show up on her doorstep with a ring, and she won't bite. That's and it. that is power. That is power, and I know she will get there. She One day she's going to wake up and say, I am better than this. I am better than what he thinks that he's just going to give me these little pieces after this person dumps him, and he's going to be this little ragamuffin of a man, and he's going to come to me, and I'm going to build him back up, and he's just going to walk out the door again to go with someone else. But when she sees that power that she has in herself, and she goes to get she takes care of herself, that man, that special man, will materialize. He probably has been, he's probably been there waiting in the wings the whole time. He yep. will materialize, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Okay, yep. I'm off we my soapbox. Sorry. Your, 
no, we all learn different ways, and we, you know, we go through whatever we got to go through to grow and evolve. But I absolutely agree with you. I've seen it before. Yes, and and if we, you know, I think even people that haven't gone through it can see it. But you know, when you're in it, you can't see. You can't see it. You cannot yeah. see. I mean, it's like they put blinders on you, and I mean, you're talking in riddles and circles, and and you don't see it. So, but anyway. Wow. <laughs> that was crazy for me. Anyway, yep. it just brought back so many things. You know, so anyway. Okay. Uh let's uh we have another another caller. Eight one eight, eight one eight, welcome to the show. You are on Hi. Beyond the Gate Radio. Wow. Hi. What is your name? Oh, Susan, um blonde hair, um blue eyes. Uh-huh. My hair's pretty, weed pretty, right pretty. now. <laughs> <laughs> what you just said just blew me away. So go ahead and say what you need to say. Oh, oh. Okay. So Susan, blonde hair, blue eyes, right? Yes. Okay, Susan. First of all, you and I have the same aura colors. We're both blue yellows. We've added some violet there. Um, and when I look at you, I go, okay. Um, you, I feel like you're right at the cusp of like. Let me see, do I go left, right, or in between? Do I go for I feel like you've got like three or four different directions you could be going in right now. Like there's this decision or cross a threshold, crossroads, whatever. You feel talented to me. I feel like you're more psychic and intuitive than you like than you trust with yourself sometimes. But oh my god, do you understand that feel that feeling of like, well, do I go left, right, or straight ahead or back you know? You've oh, that's my life. Most of life I walk go around in circles. <laughs> I mean, um I've had a past which makes me who I am today, but I feel that the part of my journey is not just the life lessons, but the teachers yeah. who are twisted. Well, Susan, so I, can tell you, I, can, I can tell you this. You are way more awesome than you even know, and I feel like you get moments of that, but I keep feeling like you've got your own projects to do. You've got your own path, and if you really believe in yourself and pull off some of your own, and you've got that yellow get insecure, and they hesitate, and they procrastinate, and then they go backwards, and I go, no, it's like I feel like you've come up with these great ideas, these great concepts, and I go, step into it, go full out, like commit, commit, commit. That's a dirty word for a yellow. Yellows have a fear of commitment because they're afraid, what if I fail? What if I don't like it? What if it's no fun? What if people uh-huh. laugh at me? They, you know, you go into circles, and I go, you've got talent, and I keep feeling like projects. And I go, commit to some of them. And you know what? It's almost like we got to get you over a speed hump and not doing the same Oh, my gosh, you have no idea. You are a psychic because I must say this new person that's in my life, we're both Virgos. And if it wasn't for the last person in my life, I wouldn't have met him in a strange way. But he knew Uh me, and he says I came out of my shell. The thing is that did you have people that were very, very dark in your life, extremely dark, and you couldn't see? Um, yeah, I, I've had people in my life that had, like, addiction problems, and I didn't want to see it. <laughs> well, my mm-hmm. ex-husband was a sociopath. I couldn't see it. And I was in court for five years, and that really affected me. Before, I was a spree, uh, free spirit living in my own world, really. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I had to live a secret life, and so did my family. And then I wanted mm-hmm. to be different. After that one, I met different people, and it's interesting you said about aura because I met a woman, and I, um, American Indian woman, who I didn't know she purified me that that day. And afterwards, I was a certain way. I met a person I thought was going to help my son turn out to be a fake songwriter guru. Everything you can imagine, this person was quiet my mind. And for a year and a half, I couldn't see it. My kids saw it. I couldn't see it. Child of love again. 
Mm-hmm. But I, my body was uneasy. I was warned in every situation with my ex yes. and well. the last one. But I didn't believe in my intuition. Even when I even spoke to this person, I knew about the children who are being taught this way with abuse. Right. Right. I believed this man so much. He got into my head. Do you believe someone could get into your head by on the phone, uh-huh. by hypnosis? Uh, well, you know what? I have a tendency to, to encourage people not to give away their power. You know, if people go, well, I could be cursed or someone could take me over, I go, well, stop believing in that. You're stronger than that. Like when I look at you, I go, you know what? I like you doing creative projects, so I don't know if you're in the media at all or if you want to write or produce something. And I feel like you then could end up teaching or doing other charitable projects or, or being, oh. you know, like a, a teacher yourself, a motivational thing, somebody that helps other people believe in them. But, man, I, I feel like you could have gotten into the entertainment business or creative or I, writing. I kind of am now, and this is what happened. Yeah. I didn't go in the I, – I was always in some form of it, but mm-hmm. I, um, being a model and a, a, a bit actress, whatever, all mm-hmm. my life it was like – you didn't come out and make your own decisions. You were kind of told to act a certain way, and I was very good at it. So now I'm, I gained some weight because of I got water gain, whatever it was. People say different things. And because of it, I see different people, and now this person in my life calls me a nerdy girl, and I came out of my shell. And all these things are happening, which is amazing. The only thing is my family doesn't trust my trust me because of what I've gone through, and it's understandable. And I try to tell him that, listen, I want my family to know I'm okay. And he says, it's just, it will happen. But in business, it's so different. You have to keep your secrets still. And mm-hmm. once I'm open up with that, then I can. But I'm being very careful with this relationship. He's a friend. He is a real person. He's not the fake that the other person was. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting well, my trust back. Watch yeah. with that violet now. Blues again, we blues, we tend to pick the wrong guys. We rescue them or we put up with uh-huh. people that are arrogant or whatever. But violets, watch, because you have quite a bit of violet in your own. Violets can get into drama. So if violets aren't doing their big passion here, their projects, something that's really bigger than who they are themselves, then uh-huh. they can start creating drama around them. And it's usually around relationships. So get that vision, really like write things down, Get get your path really clear. Believe in oh, I am this time. Yeah, That's... then everything will work out with or without, you know, this relationship. Just I trust you on this one now, but just stay out of the drama. Thank you, because that's what we're into. All of this, now this is what happened. With all what you said about creativity, that it was always there, but I never knew it. And everything after this relationship, after a year and a half, my writing came out, my poetry, all of it came out in writing with my emotions. Came See, the other one taught me how to talk to trees and Buddhism, all this spiritual movement. This one... All of a sudden, I became writing, and he's in that business. So it's like, wow, how could this have happened? I, I, the law of the universe. And he went through a strange past, too. And it's, yeah, so, so I realized, stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Trust your creativity. Stay in alignment with higher spiritual principles. Don't get into the drama. And don't get flaky now, because yellows can get flaky and irresponsible and trick themselves into thinking they're doing something. I go, no. Be in alignment with yourself. Be an in integrity. That's right. And go for it, okay? That's right, because he'll get me. He says, you're out of focus now and let go of your past. He understands it. So there in other go. words, this he's, uh, yeah, he's good for me. It's just that it's hard to believe that I'm in a good place still. I want you to still. be good for you. I want you to be good for you. And, then, and I and realize then... I, I'm good for me. I'm at a good place now, and that's why I had to make a decision as far as family. Do I want to do something I love? And I really, not just him. But what I'm doing for the first time in my life, I have a passion, 
or yeah. going what the family always wanted me to be. No, no, no. Violets always have to teach by example. They always have to step out of the safety boundaries and outside the box. And Oh, so, really? Yes. But, My whole life has been that way. Yeah, and then oh. people get it. But you have to pull it off. You have to be empowered and pull it off. Otherwise, people call violets like, you're so flaky, you're so, like, scattered. It's like, now you yes, have to pull it off so you can teach by example. Oh, really? Oh, that's amazing. Yes. And so we become in our own world. And yeah, because yeah, people so. don't get us, we're misunderstood. We're neither a leader or a follower. We do it our own way. There you go, Susan. Well, wow. So you want everything your own way, too. <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> Thanks for calling in and go Thank for it, okay? Thank you. Wow, you really, and I'll, I'll be careful. I am being careful this time of what I experience. Thank okay, you so much. Okay, just be aware. I am aware. aware. Awareness? Oh, yes. There yes, you go. thank you. Okay, okay have fun. Bye. All right, bye-bye. for calling. All right, bye-bye. That's wow. Very interesting. I like Pamela because, you know, she will tell people what she sees not gloss it over, you know, she's totally professional and honest. If she's not seeing that relationship right now or something else going on, she's going to tell you. I just love <laughs> it because, you know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? After all, helping others with and being honest for what you see makes a great deal of sense. And everything you stated about every guest that's called in, they said, why, yes, of course, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, that makes me feel good about, you know, what we do in this business is, yeah. well, you and know, it helps been, people too. Yeah, most people, they know deep inside, they know. So if you just gloss over it and say what you think they want to hear, deep inside they know. So they'll go ask someone else and they'll go ask someone else until somebody finally tells them what deep inside they really already know. They just didn't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I mean, hopefully I'm, I'm being real to people in a loving way because I certainly don't want to hurt anybody or upset them, but... You know, it's just validating what I feel like most of them feel deep inside anyway. Yeah, you got to do that. They ask for the information. When I do readings for people, I tell them, you know, I mean, you know, on the air, they already know, but, you know, if it's in private phone reading or in person, do you want to hear everything or do you want to hear whatever? But, you know, yeah. I'm just going to tell them that I'm going to tell you the truth. And um, just because I see something coming up in the future, it doesn't mean I can make it happen because I see it. Secondly, because I see it, it doesn't mean that it is going to happen because I told you it's going to happen because you have free will, yeah. you know, and there may be some lessons along the way that you have to get to before you get there. So if I see the next relationship is not going to be a really good one, but it's the last one of that type that you need before you get to your dream relationship, and if I tell you about that one, you might try to avoid it, which will therefore block you from getting to your dream one. So therefore, I may not say too much about that next one so you can go through it and then get on to the one that you need to get to. Does that make sense? Uh-huh, absolutely. I love that you emphasize with people that they do have free will and then explain to them, like, yeah, you got something coming, but it's going to be for your higher good. Well, that's cool, David. <laughs> I, I really believe in free will, too, so... If I see somebody headed someplace that I know is not going to make them happy, I'm sure you do the same thing. It's like, well, if you keep going this direction, this is the big wall you're going to run into or this is the problem you're going to end up having. But if you think this, if you shift your beliefs, if you learn your lesson, if you get this, you won't have to go into that ditch or into that wall. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, people that are seeking something may have tried it and then stopped and then, 
called and say, "What's how come nothing's going on?" And I say, "Well, get off the couch, those you know, TV shows or Facebook, whatever, and get back out there and keep going, pushing it, get yourself out. If you want to get something, you got to try harder, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes a lot of people are putting themselves out there, but maybe they're not making as much effort as they should. Or if somebody's looking for a relationship, maybe need to try another tactic, like maybe hold a a party and invite, you know, ten women over, ten men over that are all single and see what happens, or put on your best and go out and party or something. There's many different ways people can get out there, be proactive to, you know, try and get somebody in their life if that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The old thing is, like, if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to have what you have now. So I know most people... You know what, I think we all want to be happy. We want to have our dreams come true. We all pretty much want similar things, but people have been trained to think they can't have it or our beliefs get in the way, our fears get in the way. So (laughs) that's what we're about is helping people see what they're afraid of or what's blocking and see if you can shift it or get out of your own way or, you know, do it just what you said, do it a different way. See if that shifts it. I I totally agree. And... Pam, I must uh, say that you know, I ran a show a little bit longer than I wanted to tonight, but you no, know, you brought. I mean, you filled up the the switchboard, and um, you know, to those people that have waited for quite a while that can't bring everybody through, we let Pamela answer some questions and everything. She's worked really hard tonight. It was out of the deepest depths of her heart that she agreed to come onto the show. And we're very happy to have her here and help everybody, you know, the callers, the people in chat, the listeners, everybody. If you'd like to know more about Pamela or, you know, contact her, find that information, go to her website. She has her books. She has her videos. A lot of the interesting information, you can contact her. at uh, I've posted in the chat several times, www.oracolors.com, www.oracolors.com. Uh, lovecolors.com she has great books out she's a wonderful person she has a radio show so I'm not sure Pamela are you on Facebook as well or I am <laughs> yes I am on Facebook I have <coughs> two Facebook two blogs two Twitters I've got my own name Pam Osley O-S-L-I-E and also um, um, Love Colors um, so I have two Facebooks so they can find me and everything's on my auracolors.com or lovecolors.com they can find the Facebook and the Twitter and, and all of that fun social media stuff so there's many many ways to, to connect with me well that's wonderful is there anything else you'd like to tell everybody or announce um, and I do private, if people need private sessions I'm here they can contact me yeah, mostly, David, I love what you guys are doing, and I want people to know, you know what, you're awesome just the way you are. You did have a wonderful purpose for coming to the planet. Um, you're valuable. I support you in being who you are. All the tools that I offer to help you discover or confirm who you are, um, learn to love yourself. We all need to learn to love ourselves. The more we validate and appreciate and love ourselves, the more we're capable of doing that for other people. And we're going to make it through. It might look a little... You know, like we're going through birth pains right now or, you know, the caterpillar's falling apart right now so the butterfly can emerge. But I'm right. very optimistic about right. the future. I really feel like we're headed in really great directions. So stay out of fear. 
going to love. If you can't figure it out, at least sit and breathe for a while. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We're we're on a good path. I believe it, and I don't believe in any negativity for 2012. After all, everything, including the universe and the earth, is evolving. And so, you know, I don't, I, I can see beyond 2012. I mean, I don't know what mm-hmm. other people are thinking, but uh, I always tell people that nothing's going to happen. The, I mean, the world's not going to end on December 21st, 2012. Right. And if I'm right, I'll come back and tell you. And if I'm wrong, I'll just <laughs> tell you from heaven. But, you know. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. No, I'm an optimist, too. You know, we're just, we're already in it. We're already in the transformation. We're already shifting. It's already happening. And it's all positive. It just like I said, birth pains, uh, women giving birth, man, that can look really scary and you feel like you're going to die, but, you know, it's a wonderful thing that happens afterwards. It's a beautiful new soul. Right. That's right. It's, it's wonderful. We have so much to look forward to. And, um, you know, the only thing that I'm looking for is positive energy. It's just a waste of time for anything else. And the only right. real power is love. It's just a waste of time for anything else. Sure, bad things happen to people, but, you know, everything was made with the balance of light and dark, good and bad, whatever. And I tell people that, you know, if you're in paradise all the time, you have perpetual happiness, you're going to get bored. So this big <laughs> storm comes, and you make it through the raging storm. After you've had enough, you get through, look back at it. Then you finally realize how good paradise is after all. But we need that every now and then for not only part of our growth, but I think as a reminder of the blessings that we do possess right now. So everybody, give yourselves a hug, everybody. And if you have somebody next to you that you love, give them a hug. Thank you, Pamela, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for your time. We really enjoyed you. And I'm sure there's... Thank you, David and Cheryl. Really, thank you so much. Cheryl. (laughs) Sherelle. It was just really, thank you. It was just really a blessing to have you on the show today. Um, there's so many things that are going on, you know, with the economy and everything. It's just nice to have, you know, we refocus on ourselves, like you guys have both been saying, and refocus on ourselves, bring it back into home, and start over again. Because a lot of times, you know, we have those moments where we're so outside of ourselves that we forget to nurture and take care of ourselves. And that's what this is all about, you know, just giving everyone tools so that they can take care of themselves and take care of the things around them better by taking care of ourselves, nurturing the tools. And I love the fact that um, you took us through the whole steps of learning what the aura colors were and how to get in contact with you because there's going to be a lot of people that want to contact you to find their love mates and to, you know, nurture themselves and to see what their family members are all about and what they've been dealing with it. So it's very, it was a very exciting show. So I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you for all of our people that are in chat that uh, logged on to listen to the show and uh, we will be listening to you as well. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. God bless everybody. Goodbye, Pamela. Thank bye, you, Pamela. Thank you, Cheryl. Good night. Bye bye. Good night, everyone. It was a great show. You listened to the October 2nd, 2011 edition of our Sunday show of Beyond the Gate Radio. So, everybody, stay happy, stay in the light. 
and we'll see you out there. God bless and good night. You you guys both were awesome, Pamela. Thank you so much for a wonderful show. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I'm I'm sorry if you guys went longer than you wanted to. But thanks for taking so many calls. Hopefully, people enjoyed well, it. I I yeah, I know they did. I I overextended the show on purpose just in case because too many times the show was going really good and then it's the end of the show. So I've learned my lesson, but. I don't want to tax any guest on the show either. You know, here you come on for five minutes, then you do two hours of readings. That's not ethically correct. So I try to make the show good, but I try to see, you know, try to work it down to, you know, when everybody's getting tired and everything like that. But it just ended up. You did good. You, know, you did a good balance. I thought you guys did a great balance. So um, thank you. Thank you again very much for having me on your show. Now, is there is Thank there a link so or something? Is there a link, an archive thing that we send people to your site, or we put it on our site, or does Rod have all that? I'll send an email. You'll send an email. I didn't hear you, honey. Yeah. I'll send yeah. an email with all the links. Oh, okay, good. I heard them through all my right. uh, sitting room. Thank you so much, Pamela. Okay, you guys bye, have Pam. a great week. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's great.